What are the predictions for information security jobs in 2010 and beyond? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with David Foote of Foot Partners. David, we, we've talked some about the what you call the security careers bubble. Why don't you give us a little historical perspective on that? You know, security has had an interesting history. It's a little different than a lot of other parts of uh, of IT, um, but what some significant milestones that led up to where we are now. And by the way, uh, I'm going to tell you why I believe, I'm going to go back and tell you why I believe next year and the year after that security is bar none the smart place to be in IT. And that's spanning all of IT. But I'm going to go back to 9-11 and what that did to spur the, um, you know, the supply of people wanting to do security who were not doing security um, who were reacting to uh, the aftermath of 9-11 and what the Patriot Act did and the, and the Homeland Security Act, and then what Sarbanes-Oxley did in creating uh, a lot of demand for security talent. There were a lot of people back in those years, 2001, 2, 3, and 4, who chose security as a, uh, as a safe bet in their career, and there was a lot of interesting employment back there. But that crested in about 2004 um, when um, a lot of the work, particularly of Sarbanes-Oxley, a lot of that work was being done and some of the first uh, quarterly filings uh, where compliance had to be met and measured um, uh, were, were happening in the 70% of companies who are in the, on calendar year, fiscal years. And at that point, there became uh, we became aware as as analysts looking at workforce trends that we began to see an oversupply of security talent that was driving down prices, driving down salaries and pay for security skills. And that trough hit um, in about 2004, and it lasted into 2006. And at this time. We were seeing, um, you know, overall, you'd see annual increases in certification pay. We track about 200 certifications and pay for those and about 200 non-certified skills. You start seeing annual increases back in the late 2005 of 3.3% in all the certifications that we track, but security certifications were going the opposite way. Same time, we were seeing, you know, 3 to 3.5% 3 annual increases in pay for certs. We were seeing declines of more than 2% in security certifications. But something was um, was happening in security at this time that we started to, to notice. And it was the one thing, the one milestone that was finally going to get organizations, CEOs, to pay attention to, to spending in security. That happened to be nervous customers. We began noticing in a lot of our surveys, and we survey outside of IT as well into the business, we started to see a lot of uh, nervousness among customers building up, concerns about the rise of threat to data and data security in, uh, in general. For many years, if you looked at security budgets, a lot of the budget was devoted to protecting, you know, really external threat uh, defense and not to protecting uh, internal data assets. And we started seeing a focus of this into protection of data assets as customers started be becoming nervous and expressing that in terms of how they spent their money and started to to explain to vendors, look, um, we're not pleased with the level of, of security that you're presenting us in your products and services. And they started to look at some, some smaller companies that had developed uh, solutions in these areas. That message 
got through the sales force right to the top saying, look, this could be a threat to market share of ours. We start have to start looking at security and the products and services that we produce. At the same time, there were a number of, of uh, state breach disclosure laws being triggered that began to hurt um, corporate brands, corporate image. It started to damage, created, create damage to corporate brand, and, it start, and the rising cost of breaches uh, was being noticed internally. Um, at the same time, there was concerns about missing mobile devices. You know, custom malware was getting more uh, was getting uh, more of a problem. Social engineering, web application vulnerability. The fact that now it wasn't the OS but the browser that had to be that was the uh, the point of contact. And at that time, we began seeing uh, 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 interest in hiring of security professionals at a time when companies were operating for years with skeletal staff, severely understaffed in security. At this point, if you look back at some of our data on just what, what people were being paid, back in late 2007, and, now, and we predicted, we put out a, um, an alert back in March of 2006 to our customers saying, if, unless you start immediately beginning to increase hiring and intensify staff development in security services and products, you will probably not have sufficient bench strength um, by late 2007 when we saw a crescendo in demand from customers who had been seriously understaffing uh, their security functions. That's product development and, and internal. So we put out that alert because we saw it in late 2007. It came true. We saw annual spending on um, security certifications and people with security certifications going up between three and a half and four percent. At the same time, pay for cer all certifications was starting to decline in value. So at this point, starting in 2007, clear up until today, the only area of a category of IT skills, certified and non-certified, that have um, increased in value steadily, and this is going back to, to the beginning of the recession, December 2007, has been security certifications. They're up about 3% in value, whereas certifications in general, these are 200 certifications we survey, are down 6.2% in value. And since the Wall Street meltdown, um, security certifications are up about 1% in value. All certifications uh, are down 1.6% uh, in value. So what we saw was a real turn to, uh, to interest in, um, I, I think, funding of security operations. Uh, and that's kind of the, the history that, that we've seen. And that's a very, very brief and kind of bullet point discussion of, uh, of kind of the antecedents. No, that, that's good, David. It's good context. Now, you've talked about a perfect wave that has been propelling the surge in security jobs. Uh, talk about that wave a little bit and how it's driven the surge. You know, I've seen two waves in the past where you had a, uh, a unique combination of factors that come together that create seemingly unstoppable mo momentum, and with that um, brings a, a really quite sensational uh, you know, new job skill and career opportunity uh, to IT professionals. We saw this in uh, the early uh, in the early 1980s, uh, 81, 82, with the introduction of the IBM personal computer and in the personal computer in business. We saw this in 95. In '96, with the uh, acceptance of the internet as a business platform, and now we're seeing this right now, uh, and it's hitting the beneficiary are security professionals. The perfect storm are basically five or six things. These are 
these are momentum drivers. And one is, as I spoke about before, the constant fear of increasing data threats and what that means to companies. The idea uh, of IT uh, um, professionals no longer interested in just focusing on the kind of attack, but on, well, what are these threats doing to business assets uh, and, and the value of information that might be stolen in, uh, in, uh, in, 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 in a company and what that means, what the value of that is to the company, to their brand, to their image, and to their revenues and profits. Then you've got um, a regulation increasing. I think we can all agree on that. You've got these accelerated it's accelerating customer expectations and demands for security solutions aimed at vendors, and a number of vendors have really picked up on this. I'm thinking Oracle, Cisco, SAP, Microsoft, um, and, and their ability to build some of this into their, their products. You've got also a boom in virtualization, mobile computing, cloud computing, and other emerging, and I would call insecure technologies uh, like Smart Grid. I mentioned you know virtualization before. Um, and, and you've got also, uh, and I think this is a big one here because it speaks to a number of new jobs coming into the security department, and that is a splitting of, of business and strategic risk roles and oper traditional operational security roles. This has been really accelerated by, uh, by market forces. So we're not talking here about just deep technical infrastructure and application security skills that have risen in esteem. We're talking about new and emerging corporate and business line security jobs that are just screaming for security pros with specialized skills in business, in industry-specific skills, functional domains, to assist in, in a variety of long-overdue risk management, governance, process, and integration activities. And, and, and you know that integration is a problem because to this day, there continues to be tension between security departments and the business. And that's always going to be um, an issue, and that's an issue that has created um, a, sort of a new wave of hiring in CSO and CISO jobs. That is, you know, business savvy um, security executives who are able to communicate uh, ROI, who are able to communicate the uh, the uh, level of threat and what it can mean. Again, not just to the systems in the business, too, but overall asset value, revenues, and profitability. So, you know, uh, unlike so many other IT jobs, job segments, we think in the next year there will be plenty of action for IT security professionals, and not just 2010 and beyond. And, 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 um, and part of this is the constraint, the hiring constraints that we think are going to continue uh, to be felt in 2010 and into 2011, and the fact that there are just finite resources. Uh, employers are focusing less on filling jobs and more on acquiring skills. They're looking at full-time, part-time security specialists. Some will find jobs, but really what you have are employees, uh, employers reacting, IT departments reacting to business pressures to de deliver quicker, more predictable, high-impact execution. And, and they're going to be turning more in this next year to security contractors and consultants. And we think there are a lot of opportunities there, particularly in boutique consulting firms, small consulting firms, that we hear about all the time. We've been hearing this for three years where they say, look, we don't have enough people to service the demand for our services that are coming at us right now. A lot of companies look to the boutiques because, number one, it's cost efficient. Usually there's a lot of great talent in smaller firms having worked at larger firms and also in significant roles in larger companies. Uh, companies like working with smaller firms. It's a, it's a win-win all the way around. But there's a lot of 
um, stress being felt in those in those workforces again just not enough uh, bodies to do a, a lot of that work let's also talk about managed services um, managed services uh, if you look at some of the projections on the growth of managed security services uh, we've seen projections as high as six point billion dollar in revenue business by the year 2011 we're seeing compound annual growth rate projections uh, through 2014 as high as 27% for some segments within managed security services. I think that one was in wireless security services, you know, mobile wireless security services, which are very popular right now. So you've, you, you have a choice. You've got people looking for skills. They can hire full and part-time. They're constrained there. Many of them are feeling pressure um, to, to execute on a number of these risks and plans associated with these risks. They'll look to contractors, they'll look to consultants, and um, traditionally it's been small to medium-sized businesses that have been scarfing up uh, a lot of these, uh, these managed security services. Then the adoption rates are much higher with small to medium-sized companies because they have very lean staff. Um, we, we think clearly this is going to be moving upstream to some larger companies as well, again, who are just constrained by inability to hire but, but uh, still have the, uh, the, the issues that at hand, the solutions that they have to solve that are security-related. So it's looking like a very good year in 2010 for IT professionals, and it's, it's the reason why we have said, bar none, it is the best place to be in IT heading into this new year. Well, David, let's boil it down to some predictions for 2010 and beyond. What do you see as the uh, – what are your predictions for security jobs going forward? Well, you know, it's hard to be specific about anything after the year that, that we've seen in terms of, uh, of uh, numbers, but we do see that um, we've identified through our surveys of um, – we, we do a number of different hard and soft surveys. I'm particularly interested in what we're hearing from executives themselves. We compiled a hot list of the 24 most in-demand market competitive IT certifications the first half of the year, and of that list of 24, 12 are security certifications. That's significant. Um, we also have asked them, well, what, what skills, aptitudes, and competencies are you most looking for? So if you're an, a person um, unemployed or underemployed looking for where you can best apply yourself, that list, um, in no particular order, in alphabetical order for the first half of 2010, is in biometrics, uh, application security, that's particularly in small to medium-sized companies, app security, uh, data leak prevention, disk and file level encryption solutions, forensic analysis, identity and access management, incident handling and analysis, intrusion detection and prevention, network security, penetration testing, secure code development, uh, security architecture, smart cards, tokens, disposable passwords, VOIP security, web content filters, um, threat vulnerability assessment management. And also what I left out of this list are a couple of, uh, of areas of governance, compliance, and audit, and regulatory compliance and, and, and audit. There are a number of GRC uh, tools that are becoming more popular, and I think companies are starting to look more seriously at, uh, at some of these uh, as they go forward. Um, there's a new certification. It's not new. It's been around for about a year, maybe a year and a half, from ISACA in certification governance and enterprise IT. 
we'll be taking a good hard look at that um, in our surveys as we look at uh, people willing to pay. Again, these are um, these are IT uh, certification and skill pay indexes where we're looking at uh, again across 406 certifications and and non-certified skills and looking at what people are paying from as premium pay, which is a very popular form of, of, uh, of remuneration right now. We're looking at uh, electronic medical records in the healthcare industry, and the skills in that are a number of application security, access control, data integrity, and DLP. Um, and we're looking at uh, a number of... Um, you know what? I think I pr in the time that we have, I think th those are, are the most important. Uh, let me mention that those list of certifications in rank order, um, the GX Certified Incident Handler, which is the number three rank out of 24, the Systems Security Certified uh, pr uh, Practitioner, I believe that's from uh, ISC Squared, that's number four, Checkpoint Certified Security Administrator, number eight. Um, the uh, CISA, the auditing uh, certification from uh, ISACA, number 11. Checkpoint certified security expert, number 14. A couple of GX, uh, SANS GX certifications, the forensic analyst at 15, the intrusion analyst at 16. Uh, the uh, certified hacking forensics um, investigator, number 19 from UC Council. Uh, again, a couple of SAN certifications at 20 and 22. That's the audit essentials and the incident manager certifications. Rounding out the list of 23 and 24 is the Checkpoint Certified Master Architect and the Secure Software Programmer from the SANS Institute. So there, there's a lot of information for, uh, for your uh, listeners to chew on as far as, uh, as what people will be paying for and what they will be seeking in skills, competencies, and even certifications in, in the next year. That's excellent. Uh, David, where can they go to get more information? Our website is footpartners.com, F-O-O-T-E, partners.com, uh, and we have a number of um, reports, trend reports that we make available uh, on, on, on our website. Uh, there are opt-ins. One is the uh, quarterly IT skills pay and, dem and demand trends report. Uh, we'll have a new one up uh, in the middle of January that's updated every three months. And the uh, Footpartners hot list uh, report, which I just read from, which are the most in-demand non-certified and certified IT skills um, projected for the next six months. Again, that's uh, updated every uh, three months, and the, uh, the new one uh, will be available about mid-July uh, or mid-January. The one that we have up right now is data collected through October 1st. David, as always, I appreciate your time and your insights. I look forward to talking to you in the new year. Thanks, Tom. We've been talking with David Foote. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.